What up, y'all? Zavidi checking in for the Stoked Communication Podcast, my invitation to explore the fundamentals of masterful communication in your personal and professional life. In this episode, we are going to be chatting about the ins and outs of speaking your truth, acknowledging your heart, and showing up fully in your intimate relationships with communication as the focal point. So wax up your boards, soak in the rays, and let's ride that wave of frothy stoke to your highest destiny. What up, y'all? Zavidi checking in for the first episode of the Stoked Communication Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. So stoked to be launching this thing. Uh, Just excited to get going and share the fruits of my fellow colleagues who are leading the wave of Stoke around the world, infusing their passion into their entrepreneurial endeavors. And of course, to share with you those tips and tricks around business relationships, personal relationships, relationship with self to help you reach that point of your highest destiny, that point of elation and joy that comes along with doing what you truly love and being able to communicate your heart in the world with grace. So today's episode is all about speaking your truth in intimate relationships. Now, before we go any further, if you've already hit the trigger button on your desk on your phone or in your uh, personal bubble, we'll say, don't worry, I'm right there as well. Finding that balance of speaking your truth in intimate relationships is really challenging. It is not easy by any means. Now, uh, I speak from experience in that, in that I've been in plenty of intimate relationships before where speaking my truth uh, was challenging. And I've been in intimate relationships before where speaking my truth is graceful. Now, if you follow me and you know who I am, uh, you'll know that I am in a relationship with the lovely Lissa Scott of Maximum Potency. And part of our relationship that stands out in the beauty and candor of what we share with the world is how well we communicate our heart, our experience of the other. If it's triggering, if it's upsetting, if it's joyful, if it's exciting. Uh, we really lead with a standard of communication that I hope would be a standard for most people. Uh, With that said, a lot of people are challenged by that. And there are some barriers that come up uh, when it comes to communicating your heart in an intimate relationship that I have been through myself and I know many of us struggle with. So without further ado, uh, let me just go ahead and get into some of those things. Uh, Number one thing that stands out as a barrier to creating clarity in your intimate relationships is emotional self-regulation. What do I mean by emotional self-regulation? Well, first and foremost, a lot of communication in intimate relationships involves blaming, shaming, and projecting our unresolved emotions onto our partner. Now, having done that in friendships, in past intimate relationships, I can say part of this process and part of the journey is learning at a deeper depth how to sit back and go, hmm, I'm feeling really triggered and upset right now. I'm feeling really pissed off and riled up. What tools of emotional self-regulation can I employ to communicate that message to my partner with grace, to communicate my anger, to share that frustration? And let's get in. The first thing is breath. Notice your breathing. How deeply are you breathing? Do you go into a conversation breathing from the chest all riled up? Or do you go into a conversation breathing from your diaphragm, breathing into your heart? 
uh, literally giving space to the emotional parts of yourself that are pissed off and triggered. Notice how often you do that. Notice how often you go into that conversation with a shallow breathing pattern uh, and it doesn't go so well. I can speak from experience in saying that when you go into a conversation and you are not prepared to breathe through what you have to share and you are not prepared to breathe through what your partner is going to give you in terms of feedback, it, it may not go so well. So don't be so fast to just jump on the train of, I'm going to just tell everybody my truth and I'm going to rip them apart because you don't create connection and clarity as a result. You create discord. Uh, the second component of emotional self-regulation that's really important is owning your responsibility in the relationship. So owning your responsibility is just acknowledging at the end of the day, uh, what we experience in another is entirely our projection onto that person, good or bad. If you can sit back and go, hmm, I think when my partner says X, Y, Z, I'm really feeling deep down, unacknowledged and undervalued. You can start to get to the deeper layers of the onion, metaphorically, that you need to share with somebody that you need to communicate. And if you can do that, you can sit back and go, hmm, what layer of the onion am I willing to take ownership for today? You're gonna have a much better chance of employing emotional self-regulation in your intimate relationships. And then tip number three or point number three in terms of emotional self-regulation is intimate relationship to self. How intimately do you know your pain, your struggles, your joys, etc.? If the answer is not very well, I implore you to do some work to hire a coach like myself that can walk you through the personal and professional relationship process to help you unearth some of those blocks and barriers that are coming up. For me, it was every time I spoke my truth as a child, I felt like I was attacked. So every time I tried to speak up in an intimate relationship, I was fearful. With that said, I would approach every conversation with this fear in the back of my mind. And I'd be lying to you if that doesn't come up for me at times where I feel afraid of what my partner will respond with if I, I go straight to the truth or I just speak from an honest place. So uh, intimate relationship to self. Notice how deep that is. Notice how intimate you are with your fears, your pains, your struggles, etc. And establish a deeper relationship so that when you go to communicate, uh, you can actually communicate the depth and the core of what you're getting at and not just these superficial things where you may be pissed or upset by the way that your partner leaves the toothbrush in the bathroom or the way that she folds laundry or he uh, shows up for you at meaningful events like a workshop or uh, at an athletic event, right? These examples of like, well, you don't do this for me. Really, you got to get to the core and say, I feel undervalued or underappreciated or I feel ashamed and guilty. And by identifying that, you have a much better chance of getting to the core of what you hope uh, to get to in your intimate relationships. Now, with those things said, we've covered emotional self-regulation and some of the tips that go into emotional self-regulation. Uh, the second component of really creating that understanding and clarity in your relationship is timing. A lot of us time conversations poorly. Our intimate partner may be in the middle of their work day. So we're shooting them a text and saying, hey, I'm really pissed about XYZ. Maybe not the best time to broach the subject. Uh, likewise, you may feel more comfortable from an emotional perspective catching them when they're in a happy and enjoyable state or they're alighted and just chilling. So you're like, hmm, maybe their reaction won't be so strong and negative if I bring up an issue. Well, guess what? You need to be able to clearly communicate 
the depth of the conversation you're willing to have and the time in which it works for both parties. So a little tip and trick that Lisa and I have developed over the months of dating each other is, hey, I'd like to have a deeper conversation. Do you have the bandwidth for that right now? And by asking that question, you actually create some clarity for the other individual and you honor their autonomy. They can say yes, they can say no. And sometimes the answer will be no. And part of emotional self-regulation, going back to point one, is saying, okay, cool. No worries. We'll come back to that at another time. So timing, creating clarity, creating a, a brief synopsis of, hey, I'd really like to chat about my trigger when you fold the laundry in this way or you fold the towels that way. Uh, just to give them a little taste of what is to come, a really important part of timing. And number three, ask yourself, what could be number three? What is Zavidi going to share today in terms of the third tip of creating clear and concise communication in your intimate relationships? Well, number three, surprisingly enough, is a state of acceptance. In accepting our heart and accepting where we are and accepting where the other person is at, it's ironically this gateway to intimacy that's surprising because sometimes it's hard to accept your partner. But if you can accept where you're at in relation to what they say, what they do, et cetera, et cetera, that acceptance breeds an environment of, guess what? Empathy. That empathy where we can be accepting of our partner for their experience. We can be accepting of ourselves for how often we get pissed or how often we're excited. It creates this intimacy and this depth in a relationship where the energy in which conversations are had uh, is an energy of growth, is an energy of progress, and not an energy of um, uh, dismissal or an energy of neglect or rejection. Creating that acceptance and, uh, you know what, I'd like to learn more about what you're saying there because I don't agree with it, but I'm curious, where are you coming from with that? That creates a depth of intimacy that is hard to replicate. So again, coming back to these tips, one, emotional self-regulation, two, timing, and three, acceptance, incredibly important tips and tricks that I've learned to employ in my intimate relationships. Now, no, not everything in a relationship is a trigger or something that you need to address and have a deeper conversation about. We can also employ this with fun things, joyful things, exciting things, emotional self-regulation. Maybe I can tone down how excited I get about things. Maybe I can find a better time to propose a date or to propose an outing with my partner. And maybe I can become more accepting that they're going to be really bad moments, but also really beautiful moments too. And how can I find the acceptance there to really cherish, honor, and appreciate everything that's coming up? So guys, without further ado, thank you so much for tuning into episode one of the Stoked Communication Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about one-on-one -on -one business coaching, relationship coaching, or the functional health and wellness coaching that I offer to my clients, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Stoked Communication and shoot me a DM. Say, hey, what up? Listen to the podcast. Would love to learn more. Uh, and I would be happy to hop on a connection call with you to learn more about the unique struggles you're experiencing in your relationships, uh, the ways in which you want to improve and grow, and maybe the things that are really kind of those sticking points for you. Uh, it's all about value and it's all about stoke, baby. So as it comes together, as it comes to fruition, uh, we'll hop on a call together. We'll get to know each other.
and we'll create a plan from there for one-on-one coaching. Uh, With that said, y'all, go ahead and check out my Instagram anyway. (laughs) Got a lot of free value and beautiful things over there as well as on Twitter. Stout Communic One over on Twitter because usernames are weird, but that is what it is. Uh, You can find the link to that in my bio. And if you're curious to learn more about what I do outside of the realm of communication coaching, you can follow The Wild Hippie Kids on Instagram, which is my shared Instagram with my lovely Lissa Scott, where we share the fruits of our journey around the country. Uh, and we keep you guys updated to the fun things that we get up to. So without further ado, this is Zavidi checking in, checking out, sending gratitude and love to you on this beautiful day. Peace.